Hey, what's up, friend? It is Sam Altieri. Welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am a coach and an author and a speaker, and I am so stoked you're here to help you heal your relationship with food and your body. If you've ever struggled with your weight, with body image, with food, you are in the right place. It is something that I struggled with for years and years and years, and after helping hundreds of women overcome their food and body image struggles, you are next. I am so stoked to bring you all the strategies, all the tools all the mindset work to help you feel confident in your body again so you can take your life back be unstoppable be confident be a freaking badass because that's what you truly are and this podcast is exactly for you i'm so stoked to bring it to you and i'm so grateful you are here now let's dive into the episode and i'm so excited to see you transform Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. I am so excited you're here and I hope you've been having an incredible winter time so far. I hope that you had an amazing Thanksgiving if you celebrate. I know I did. I enjoyed it with some really close family and since the last episode that you listened to, A huge thing happened in my life, which is that I got engaged, which is crazy. I was not expecting it at all, and I was so surprised. I shared it on my Instagram, um, and I am just so, so full of love and um, gratitude and appreciation for not only the life I have, but the partner that I have, and um, I just want to remind you that wherever you are in your journey with relationships, just know that that is possible for you. Whether you're in a relationship right now or not, just know that if you do desire it, it is yours and it is coming to find you. A few years ago, I was not in a relationship and I was actually pretty lonely, um, but I never really wanted to admit that to myself. And stepping back now that I'm with Kurt, I realized like, wow, I really was pretty lonely. It was just something that I never really admitted to myself. Um, and I was like, you know what? I, I can do it on my own. I'm independent. And at a certain point, like, yes, I can. I could do it on my own, but I didn't want to anymore. And so I want to empower you, whether you're in a relationship or not, to go find the partner that you want to be with right? To ask for them to come and present themselves because there is something so powerful with love. Love is so healing and actually getting into a relationship with Kurt was the thing that actually helped me heal my relationship with food and my body so much because he loved me more than I loved me and his love for me actually helped me love myself more. So just a little side tangent, I just wanted to share that with you um, because I do and I think that it is super important to share these more intimate details um, in an audio setting. So if this resonates, just hit me up in the DMs, I would love to hear from you. Um, And I'm super excited to share this week's episode. I've been sharing group coaching calls because they've been super valuable for you. I've been hearing some feedback on how great it is to kind of be in the group coaching call without the the coaching and really get a full experience of what it's like to work with me um, and what it's like to have the same exact struggles that you may have with food. So we talk all about food quality versus food quantity 
And when your food quality is much higher, you actually need less food. And I'm going to share a lot of strategies and tips on how to transition, how to stop overeating, and how to stop start really eating foods you love and enjoy, and when to eat more indulgent foods, and when to maybe scale back and, and choose healthier versions of the, the things that you love. So I'm really excited to dive into the episode. If this episode helps you, please send me a DM on Instagram. I want to hear from you. I genuinely do. I love you so much. I am so grateful that you are taking the time to be here. And let's go dive into the episode. So whoever would like to unmute and share, go for it. Simone, I'm looking at you. Oh, perfect. (laughs) Good. I was going to call on you anyways. (laughs) Well, the biggest thing that came up for me was like when you were talking about quality versus quantity we like touched on this briefly in boxer but like when I when I'm craving something and I try to get like a healthier version it never does the trick Mm -hmm. so then I just eat more of it thinking like oh well maybe if I just eat more then it will make me feel better but it never does yeah yeah so something that I'm trying to practice is like if I really want something to just get it or yep. like you've suggested before on these calls, like if you're craving Chinese food, like can you make make an, something that like tastes like Chinese food mm-hmm. or just get it. But nobody feels good after Chinese food. They literally poison that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. You just brought up such a good point of like, do you just have the thing or do you have a healthier version of the thing? Yeah. And I think everyone is going to have... Um, a different framework for what that looks like. For me, like I've tried making my own ice cream and I like like it, but there's nothing like a good ass fucking pint of ice cream. Like I can't get the texture right, the creaminess. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. Um, I don't care. I could get an ice cream maker. Like it's not the same. It's a pain in the ass. It's way too messy. I don't have time for that. I would much rather buy the pint of ice cream. But, like, I would much rather make my own brownies. Like, I would never go to the store and buy a brownie, like, from Whole Foods or something. I would just never do that. That's personally me, though. I would feel like shit after I ate it. So I would I would rather make my own healthier brownies because there's so many good recipes out there that are very similar. And they don't leave you with, like, a sugar coma. Um, and One for you, it's like... Oh, go ahead. to come up for me a lot was pancakes. Like, I would try all of these, like fucking paleo birch <laughs> bender whatever they are not good they taste like cardboard if you put more stuff on top it tastes good but like yes instead of suffering through that and being like i'm eating a pancake like why not just go to ihop and honestly you would actually in terms of calories you would actually eat less calories if you just went to ihop because yeah. think of all the toppings you have to put on this fucking bland ass pancake right that's the problem it's like when your food tastes like shit you got to put all the toppings and all the things you got to layer stuff on you end up eating way more food so just give yourself permission to eat the food you really love that like you're like oh often that food is going to be food that you ate in childhood right it's going to hit home a different way for me like i grew up italian it's going to be like pasta sauce it's going to be bread ice cream after dinner, like brownies, like, and I eat all those things a lot because they have a special place in my heart. It like, it totally goes back to childhood. So if right now you're, you're struggling with satisfaction around your meals, I want you to think about 
what foods did you really, really love growing up? What were things that your family made or that you're like, oh, I love when my aunt makes this thing, this like ham casserole or whatever it was. Go make that for yourself. Eat it. I don't know. Whatever, whatever the food is, figure out what those foods are and really eat them. Buy the highest quality ingredients for those things and be so freaking mindful like we talked about last week. Breathe while eating. <laughs> breathe before, breathe during, breathe after eating you'll notice you only need a piece, right? Or you only need two pieces compared to maybe before where you needed like 10 and you still weren't satisfied. So notice how the slowing down paired with the quality ends up actually giving you permission to eat the things you love and not go overboard and not overeat things that aren't really doing it for you. So can you talk a little bit more about like when to make the choice to like make a healthier version versus not like yeah. let's talk like pizza. Yep. Like my favorite pizza place is auto and like, it's delicious, but mm-hmm. when should I choose to like, okay, I could make a pizza at home and it would be pretty good, but yep. auto still tastes better because restaurants definitely have like fairy dust that they sprinkle on top. <laughs> of I'm convinced. I feel that. Um, okay. So I'm going to roll reversal. How often should I get pizza out, Simone? How much can you afford it? That shit's expensive. There you go. As often as you want to buy it. (laughs) Yeah. There's just, you know, it's like at the end of the day, do you want to buy it? Do you want it prepared for you? Or do you want to make it? One of those things will probably leave you feeling a speck better one of those things will be less money in your bank account and more time in your in your life. Like there's a cost of everything, right? So like figuring out again, what's worth it. Is it worth it for you to spend the money to buy the pizza and get the time and the energy back? Or is it worth it for you to make it yourself and and really enjoy the process of making a pizza and like make it feel like art and like creativity and really enjoy the experience? And then know that know exactly what's going into it and like it can become a really enriching experience um but know that that's also going to take time and energy and and money um to buy the ingredients so it's really like it's it's your call and it's a skill that you'll develop over time is like what's what's more worth it and sometimes it will be the auto and sometimes it will be homemade can we do a show of hands of who likes pineapple on their pizza Oh, hell yeah. Oh, we got a thumbs down. (laughs) (laughs) Double. (laughs) A a quarter pint of Ben and Jerry's. Fuck yes to that. Halo Top and Arctic Zero. You guys, I went through a phase in my life where I was really distorted in the head around ice cream. And I was like, oh my God, Arctic Zero and Halo Top are so good. And then I actually came to my senses and I was like, this is cardboard. This tastes like the carton. Like, no, no, no. If you like Ben and Jerry's, eat Ben and Jerry's, but eat a quarter of a pint. Soup that shit out. Give yourself the serving size, right? And go go from there. But like, chances are you'll eat the whole halo top and not be satisfied. <laughs> yeah, that's all the same. Like two years ago, I used to be like, well, I just really want some ice cream, but I was like, oh, but I'm, I'm afraid I will overeat on it. So then I would just buy the halo top and I would eat the whole thing and I still wouldn't be satisfied. Um, and then like, 
I, you know, through kind of like practice, I would like choose the Ben and Jerry's, just eat this much of the car, whatever. Um, and it was just like so much better. <laughs> it just was so much better. <laughs> yeah. There's also a lot of, um, they add like fiber into those ice creams to like, and it's, it will end up leaving you very gassy. So be aware, like when you buy these healthy versions of things, like a protein bar, even have you guys ever had like protein farts, you know, like the protein bar farts, Jesus Christ. Like that's no joke. That's because your body's not supposed to be processing that stuff, right? Stop buying protein bars with oxaliosaccharides. What the hell is that? Like, no, go eat a chicken piece of chicken, right? Don't, don't go to the store and buy a fucking protein bar with 90 ingredients and 20 grams of fiber. That's disgusting. I, I say it because I used to eat Quest bars every day, right? And I also, my gut was like, fuck you. So find, if you enjoy protein bars, great. Find high quality versions of the protein bar. Figure out what has minimal ingredients. What do you enjoy? What actually satisfies you? Make it an experiment, right? Like, Go get go get a few and try them on different days, right? Yeah, the Quest Bar farts are no joke. They're next level. They're very next level. I'm lactose intolerant and like, oh yeah. So be intentional with your food choices. Don't settle for anything less than is like a hell yes, right? So figure out what those things are. Notice what's in your pantry right now that is not that, and either donate it. This is a great time to donate right now just in thanksgiving and families and needing things and there's so many there's so many ways to get rid of that food make it for your boyfriends make it for your partners make it for your fam whatever but i want you to start caring about every single thing that you put into your mouth as being the highest quality if you're going to eat the donut eat the high quality donut if you're going to eat ice cream eat high quality ice cream if you're going to eat reese's eat them while sitting on a golden throne and a crown on. (laughs) Just be super intentional, right? And I think that often our relationship with food, and we talked about this, like how is your relationship with food a mirror for your life? If you find that it's hard for you to buy these more indulgent or high quality things, see where else that pattern shows up in your life. Is it hard for you to experience the best of something? Are you like, ah, nah, I don't really need that, right? Notice where that shows up in your life. Does it show up when you, um, for example, I just bought a plane ticket and uh, Kurt was like, oh, let's let's upgrade to like whatever whatever the class is between first class and like economy. It's like the middle one. And, um, I've just never, like, I've never flown first class. It's literally, I don't give a shit about it. I'm like, I don't really care where I sit. That's not how I like to spend my money. Like having more seat on an airplane, but he's like, I'm going for it. I'm like, okay, babe, go for it. I'm going to sit over at economy. (laughs) But for him, that's like a, that's a way that he's like, this is my version of putting myself first and like sporging and really indulging. Right. Because he can, and he wants to. For me, that's like not worth it. But like, I will surely go out. We're going to Salt Lake City. I will surely go out and get a really bomb ass meal, right? Because Salt Lake has some pretty awesome food. And that's something for me that I'm like, yes, I will gladly spend $100 to $200 on a really dope meal for a great dining experience. That's just what I'll do. 
So notice what are the things that are worth it to you and really let yourself indulge in those things. Is it dinner? Is it wine? Is it chocolate? Is it flying first class? Is it um, buying, like, it could be buying a freaking notebook. Like, are you just buying the, the lowest version of all of the things? Are you buying low quality things? Stop it. Stop it. Stop doing that. Buy high quality shit and buy less of it, right? Because you won't end up buying all of these other things. You'll buy high quality versions and then you won't have to buy it again because you'll be like, I have this really great thing that I love that's really high quality. And that is what makes you a mindful consumer, just like a mindful eater. You eat what you love, you ditch the rest. Buy what you love and ditch the rest. And that really leads to a more fulfilling life because there's actually way more depth in the thing that you're eating or that you're buying. Because you're like, oh, I bought this lamp. It's great. It's from Italy. It has a story about blah, 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 blah. Or, yeah, I got this lamp at Walmart. It falls flat. And I've done both. I've done both. So notice what are the things that you care about and are you investing into them? right? You care about food and you care about your relationship with food and you care about your body. Are you buying things to invest in yourself, to put in your body? Or are you buying the lowest, the cheapest, the just whatever's in front of you? I've totally done that. And I still have moments like that, right? But start getting into the habit of being more aware around what is it that you're buying and what is it that you're putting into your body in terms of quality versus the quantity. I think this really hit home for me, like when you're talking about buying like the high quality foods, um, because I feel like I was buying low quality stuff because I I guess I beat myself up a lot and I didn't feel like I was worth having the higher quality things or I didn't have the money to do it. But if health is important to me, I need to buy the shit that's high quality. And like, because I was buying a bunch of low quality stuff, it wasn't new, like I wasn't getting filled from it. So I was... (laughs) massive quantities so I think that's something that like I want to start paying attention to because if my health is important then I should go for the stuff that's going to make me feel better Mm -hmm. yeah I love that anyone else resonate with what Inez just said when I hit my late 20s I it was funny I definitely this is a silly comparison but like fashion wise I used to always just like shop at old navy or forever 21 or just like pretty like clothes that wouldn't last very long, but I would buy a lot of them because I could justify buying a lot of them because they were so cheap and then didn't whatever. And I hit my late twenties and I was like, I would actually like to invest in like nice clothing. And so I bought like a few really just nice dresses from Madewell and a few really nice blazers. And I would wear them to work all the time, but they held their shape. They were beautiful. I felt great in them. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, that was such a, like, it was very meaningful for me to do, to be like, oh, I'm an adult woman. I can spend some money on nice clothing and it lasts me and I, they fit my body well and <laughs> doesn't fit me like old Navy jeans do. So um, I feel like it's like, it's fun to like think about food for me in, in that same, like when I took that leap for myself in terms of like my fashion, my clothes buying habits, like it's fun mm-hmm. to, to think about that for, for food as well. Yeah, I love that. I actually just wrote down this morning or this weekend, like that's been on, um, that's been on my mind as well. Like buying, like totally revamping my wardrobe. I got rid of a bunch of stuff, but now I like barely have a wardrobe. So I'm like, I need to, I need to buy some clothes to wear, (laughs) but it's, it is a totally, I can totally relate 
And it's like when you notice that like, oh, I actually want to buy quality shit that's going to last and make me feel awesome. It's the same with food. It's the same with clothes, food, all the things. And even if it's so silly, but like there's planning that goes into that too. Like I literally laid out, like, I was like, all right, I need like three nice work dresses. I want two blazers. I want a pair of black pants, a pair of nice jeans, whatever. And so like having to kind of plan and then make sure things went with each other and like really tried to um, like um, monitor how I was spending with how like things would go together and really like um, making the most of it, I guess, like capitalizing on whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. And just felt so good when I did that. And then again, I don't have the urges ever to like go tinker around at Old Navy or tinker <laughs> at Forever 21 and like waste money on little clothes like that because I'm like, I have a few really nice pieces and I feel great about that. And then I'm not tempted in other ways. So it's just, it's like, I've yeah. never made this like connection before between food and this. So it's like, just fun to think about that right now. Yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> One thing I noticed, so I, just speaking of quality, so there's this, cute little restaurant up the road from us. It's called Omar's Rawtopia. Um, so it's like all raw vegan and it's such like an awesome experience because I find that like, you know, with kids, it's kind of hard to make that kind of food for myself. Right. So Ty and I would go on Sundays and we'd go there and it was just so awesome and so delicious. And it's just, you can tell it's just such high quality nutrition. So we would go up there on Sundays and have our breakfast. And then one day I'm like, oh my God, though, it's so expensive. We probably should stop doing it. This is obviously pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. And then I sat down and realized if I'm going out on like, just like a food fuck it vendor, how much money are you spending on some like bullshit Panda Express? More than the quality food up there. And mm-hmm. if I'm in a bad like mindset, you know, I'd be, oh, it's not enough food. So we can't spend that much money on whatever it is, a nut burger, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it absolutely is enough if you really just connect with yourself. Like, yeah. oh, I don't need to eat this mountain of crap when it's not just full of MSG. <laughs> <laughs> it's plenty. And it's just more, you know, the experience, like, it's more satisfying. Yeah, for sure. I just, that's funny you said that. It's like, oh, holy shit. I totally do that. <laughs> like, oh yeah, the quality definitely makes a difference in how it makes you feel. And I didn't even connect those thoughts before. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yay. That's so great. Who else? Rage, Cindy, I saw you guys nodding your heads. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess what, like, just thinking of, like, quantity versus quality. Um <laughs> like definitely around food and then like around the clothes um but then also around like trips and stuff so for the holiday like over Christmas my family usually goes to like a ski resort um Mm -hmm. a few days before Christmas um and like it's like my whole family so like my aunts my uncles my cousins and like as a kid like or like when you're like a teenager and like in college and then like even like until you're like 24 25 and like your mate, you know, like you're an adult, you're living on your own, you're paying for your own stuff. Um, you kind of like are thought of as like an afterthought. So you get like the couch or like a blow up mattress or whatever. And then this year we're like getting ready and then obviously COVID. Um, so it was like a good excuse for Tom and I to get like our own place when we go. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, like 
we make enough money. Like I can afford an Airbnb literally <laughs> like within 10 minutes of driving. It's less stressful on me because like, then we can bring the dogs. Like we have our own space and like an actual bed to sleep in and like a room to get changed in where like cousins aren't running around. And I was like, this is like an adult thing. And like, we deserve this. Like if we're taking time off of work and we're going to be traveling, we might as well be like enjoying it instead of being like stressed. Oh, like we can't do this or we can't go here. It's like, okay, like we'll do our family stuff. And then like, when it's done, we can like go do our own thing. And like, that's great. And like, it was really like such a relief to feel like we could do that. Um, So like going into like the holidays, it's like, okay, well, like everyone's there and it'll be fun, but then we have our space and Mm -hmm. can do our own thing. Like when, you know, whatever. Um, So it was like just a good thing. I hadn't really thought about until like having this conversation of like, no, like you deserve it. Like, because, you know, like that's where we're at. Because you do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, there's no, there's no like justification. Like it's just because. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And like, I feel like sometimes, like my, sometimes the people who are like planning it, they like forget that or like they haven't been, they're like much older. So they haven't been the ones who are the 20 somethings sleeping on the couch in a while. And like, they always have a bed. Mm -hmm. Um, So like reminding them and also like changing how they view you is like also hard. And like, that takes time. And, um, you just kind of charge your way and make your own decision. Even like with Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. like we were supposed to go with my family and I was like, okay, we're not going. So like, I'm just going to host it with Tom, my mom, his mom and fought like dad. So yeah, it's like very freeing when you feel like you can just make your own decisions. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> you just get to do what you want to do in your life. <laughs> not be a people pleaser and not live your life for everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it was good. And like COVID was like a good reason to just be like, no, we're not coming. Like this is too much. But secretly I'm also like, well, this is the best choice ever. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I think COVID has really given a lot of, especially women, permission to say no and to not do things they don't want to do. Um, I've had so many friends that were getting married that were like, great, now I don't have to invite a fuck ton of people. I don't want to be there anyways. And I was like, yeah, you? <laughs> yeah, Dan and I have found it's so interesting. Like a lot of... um like we're just holding a 50 person wedding on my parents' farm up in June. And it's like very like in a secret way, we obviously don't want to tell anyone, but it's like very exciting for us that it's like, we are only kind of inviting the, like the truly the people who mean the most to us and truly the people who have like, we feel have had like lifelong impacts on us and us on them. And um, obviously it's like really awkward to be like, Oh, you were a, a tier two friend. So you don't make it like, you know, like it, it was terrible for us. Like, like my space coffee. <laughs> Yeah, to have to like, like, cut those lines. But in other ways, it's like, it feels so nice. Like COVID is like a really like freeing excuse in some ways to like not spend a ton of money on our wedding and to really just have like our family and our friends who are like our family there. And like, it just is gonna like, it's gonna be so sweet because of that in some ways. And um, so yeah, it's, it's like this very strange, really great excuse that we have. <laughs> that is so great. Mm-hmm. 
I want you guys to think about that as we head into the upcoming week too. Like what right now are you doing that you just don't want to do anymore? Um, it could be as it relates to your relationship, to your family, an eating habit, um, a spending habit, um, a an emotional state that you keep getting into, whatever it is. What do you not want to do anymore? Like, what do you want to let go of? And as we head into like the end of 2020, we're going to be doing some like vision boarding. I think I'm going to host like a little vision boarding workshop if you guys are interested. Um, Inez is like, hell yeah. Um, I think vision boards are just so freaking powerful in, in terms of manifesting the life you want. When you see it, you you get it way faster. Um, when you write that shit down, it comes way faster. So in order to receive, you need to make space and you need to clear out the old or the stagnant or the things that aren't serving you, old stories, old books, old things in your home, old old habits really. Um, so notice what do you want to let go of as you head into the end of 2020 and put a close to the year, just start thinking about what is not serving you so that when we do head into 2021 together, you can have a clearer head on your shoulders. You can have more clarity. You can have more space to make room for that, all that good shit to come. Um. Mm, yes, love that. <laughs> yep. All the excuses, all of the lies and the stories and the feelings of brokenness and all of that, that's just not true, right? And one of, um, one of my mentors was, um, we were on a call and he was talking about how your relationship with food is often a lens into learning about yourself. Um, it's like one of our greatest teachers and I was thinking about it as it relates to if you've ever been in a position where you maybe have a poor habit around food or you find yourself like in a social gathering and you're like, what is wrong with me? Why am I so like thinking about food all the time or whatever? And you can get mad at yourself. You can get frustrated at yourself. And if that happens, if you notice yourself getting frustrated at yourself, I want you to just step back and be grateful for that problem because without that problem, you wouldn't be seeking out help and support to figuring out who you really are and stripping back all the crap, right? So like your poor eating habit or your um, relationship with food, if it's not where you want it to be, great. That's so good because if it was, you wouldn't be embarking on this journey to just being who you are, like stripping away the bullshit, letting go of the stories, all the shenanigans, like just showing up. And sometimes it does take us a problem or a condition or a bad habit to take action. But when you do, you start to realize, oh, it was actually never about the habit or the food. There was something up. There was other stuff going on inside of me. And I just didn't know, like I was numbing or distracting or really good at convincing my, myself I was fine. Right. And so it gives you that lens. Like Lisa was talking about while she's like, oh, I just cried three times this week. It's like, oh, like it actually gives you the opportunity to turn inwards. Whereas in previous times, it's just way easier to not. Um, but that's what all this work is, is like, it's the empowerment that Rachel just had when she said she was just going to book her own damn Airbnb. 
Like that's such a great feeling. It's like, I have needs and I'm going to go get my own place. Bye. (laughs) And it's not to be a dick. It's literally just because that's what you need. And that's it. Alrighty, that wraps up another episode of the Balance with Sam podcast. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope that sneak peeking into this past group coaching call helped you identify some areas in which you can improve the quality of your nutrition and where you can really be mindful of the things that you buy, whether it's food, clothes, or anything else, being super intentional and really focusing on only giving yourself that high quality nourishment, whether it's through food or the things that you take in, whatever it is, you deserve it. And this is just a reminder to you that you do truly deserve anything that you desire. And when you settle for less, you're sending out that vibration to the universe that you actually don't deserve anymore. So I want you to get into the practice of not settling. I want you to get into the practice of desiring and letting it come to you and then manifesting it. It's so beautiful, it's so powerful, and it is the most amazing way to continue to level up and grow and step into the woman that you desire to be. So I hope this episode was helpful. Send me a DM on Instagram and let me know. I love hearing from you. And I just want to let you know about something exciting happening. For the rest of the month of December, I'm going to be offering one-on-one calls at a um opportunity for you to dig in and for me to dig into your nutrition your habits your sleep your movement your mindset all of these things to help you head into january with an awesome head on your shoulders feeling super clear feeling like you have a plan feeling like you know exactly the roadblocks and how to navigate them and how to move them out of the way so you can just full speed ahead i'm going to be putting a link in my bio for this exciting opportunity it's just a one-off call you can schedule a few of them you can just do one of them but i highly 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 suggest if you right now are feeling a little bit stuck in your journey to book one of these calls it's a chance for you to get one-on-one time with me without a longer-term commitment of coaching and i have had so much positive feedback from these so i want to offer it to you my audience on the podcast first If this is something you're interested in, you can actually just DM me, send me a DM and let me know, and we can get one on the books. We can talk about details. I would absolutely love to talk with you and coach you through and give you a plan to head into 2021 feeling like a badass. I love you so much. Thank you so much for being here, and I'll catch you on the next episode.